Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome to our book reading When the Moon Split, a biography of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The book has been compiled by Saifur Rahman Mubarak Puri. We continue on page 105. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam journeys to Taif. Soon the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam felt that it was time to take the message of Islam to neighboring tribes. He made his way on foot to Taif, about 30 miles east of Makkah, traveling with his former slave Zayd bin Haritha radiallahu an. Along the way to Taif, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam invited each tribe he encountered to embrace Islam. Finally, he reached Taif and met three brothers, all chieftains of the Thaqif tribe. He invited them to Islam and asked them to help him spread his message, but they responded with hostility. The Prophet, peace be upon him, left the chieftains and looked for others to talk with about Islam. For the next few days he continued his search to find anyone who would open his heart to Allah's word, but no one was interested. Each chieftain he met proved arrogant and unfriendly when he explained his mission and requested help. Instead of accepting his call to Islam, they asked him to leave Taif and return from whence he came. They even stirred up children slaves and the rabble against him. As the Prophet ﷺ made his way out of the township, a ragtag band ran after him, abusing him and throwing stones at him until even his feet dripped in blood. Zayd tried to protect the Prophet ﷺ from their blows and in doing so suffered several cuts on his head. The Prophet and Zayd escaped and sought refuge three miles away in an orchid belonging to Utba and Sheba, the sons of Rabi'ah. There the Prophet ﷺ sat down in the shade of a wall covered with grapevines and prayed aloud to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the supplication known as Dua al-Mustad'afin, the prayer of the oppressed. O Allah, I complain to you of my weakness and humiliation before the people. You are the most merciful, the Lord of the weak and my Lord too. To whom have you entrusted me? To one who does not care for me? Or have you appointed my enemy as master of my affairs? So long as you are not angry with me, I care not. Your favor is abundant for me. I seek refuge in the light of your face by which all darkness is dispelled and every affair of this world and the next is set right, lest your anger or your displeasure descend upon me. I desire your pleasure and satisfaction. There is no power and no might except in you, O Allah. The sons of Rabi'ah who saw the Prophet ﷺ taking refuge in the orchid was moved by the sight of a weary traveller with a long road ahead of him and sent their slave Adas to him with a bunch of grapes. The Prophet, peace be upon him, took the grapes and only after saying Bismillah in the name of Allah did he begin to eat. Adas was surprised to hear the Prophet ﷺ invoke Allah's name before eating. The people around this area never utter such phrases, he told the Prophet ﷺ. The Prophet, peace be upon him, asked Adas, Where are you from and what is your religion? I am a Christian and belong to Nineveh, replied Adas. Are you from the village of the pious man Yunus bin Mati? The Prophet, peace be upon him, asked. How do you know of him? Adas asked. He is my brother. 
The Prophet ﷺ responded, He was a prophet, and so am I. The Prophet ﷺ then recited some verses from the Qur'an referring to Prophet Yunus or Jonah Adas was so impressed that he accepted the Prophet's call to Islam. The Prophet, peace be upon him, resumed his journey back to Makkah, and dejection set in. At Karl al-Manazil, a cloud bearing the angel Jibreel appeared before the Prophet and with him was another angel. Allah has sent to you the angel of the mountains, Jibreel said. He is at your command. The angel of the mountains said, O Muhammad, I am here to do as you say. The choice is yours. I can crush the people of Taif between two hills, if that is what you wish. The Prophet ﷺ, however, was not looking for revenge. No, I hope Allah will bring forth from their loins people who will worship Allah alone, without associating any partners with him. Jibril's visit lifted the Prophet's spirits. He no longer felt forsaken, and a heavy weight was removed from his heart. He continued his journey, and after some time, he halted at Nahla, where he stayed a couple of days. It was at Nahla that a strange event occurred. Even the Prophet ﷺ did not know of it until it was revealed in the Qur'an. The Prophet, peace be upon him, was praying the Fajr prayer when a band of jinn, spirits from which the English word genies derived, heard him reciting the Qur'an. They listened with great interest, and when the Prophet, peace be upon him, finished, they returned to their companions and warned them of a great chastisement for those who disbelieved in the Prophet's message. Although they did not come in contact with the Prophet, peace be upon him, directly, the jinn who had listened to the Prophet, peace be upon him, that morning, embraced Islam. The Prophet only became aware of what had happened when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed the story in the Qur'an in two different chapters, in Surah Al-Ahqaf and Surah Al-Jinn. A few days later, the Prophet, peace be upon him, left, left Nahla and headed toward Makkah. As he drew near Makkah, he began to make preparations, for he did not want to enter Makkah defenseless as he had done in Taif. He paused at Hira and sent a man to Ahtas bin Sharik to ask for protection. Ahtas, however, apologized and pointed out that since he was only an ally of the Quraysh, he could not protect the Prophet. The Prophet, peace be upon him, then sent the same message to Suhail bin Amr. Even Suhail refused to extend protection to the Prophet, peace be upon him, because he, long, he belonged to Banu Amr bin Luhay, which had also declared the Prophet an enemy. The Prophet, peace be upon him, then sent his message to Mut'im bin Adi. Mut'im's grandfather, Nawfal, was the brother of Hashim bin Abu Munaf, one of the Prophet's ancestors, and the clan of Abu Munaf was one of the most revered branches of the Quraysh. Mut'im, respecting the ties that bound him to the Prophet, peace be upon him, agreed to protect his kinsmen. He and his sons armed themselves and then sent for the Prophet, the Prophet, peace be upon him, went directly to the Kaaba and circumambulated it, performed a short prayer, and then went home. During the entire time, Mut'im bin Adi and his sons kept watch. Mut'im then announced that he had extended protection to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa
And that's where we leave our book reading for today. We're reading from the book, When the Moon Split, a biography of the Prophet Muhammad wasallam. The book is being compiled by Saifur Rahman Mubarak Puri. If you'd like to download this episode and previous episodes of this book reading, you're welcome to go to our podcast, vocfm.iono.fm, and click on the book reading, When the Moon Split channel. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.